Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, we're rolling. Okay, like, what's up? It's a scuffle. It's a scuffle, in it, Doing a scuffle. Right. Welcome to Scuffle Peninsula. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. For, for Halloween, we're going to be a couple of chavs, in it. <laughs> Frankenstein, Dracula. Oh, you know who's my favourite? The mummy. <laughs> and no, I'm not. Using, I'm not trying to say mother with my accent. Which makes Halloween difficult for us. You know what they're really afraid of in Scott, in the UK? Mothers. Uh, Spring-heeled Jack. Do you know what who Spring-heeled no, Jack what is? No, what is that? Oh, you never heard the legend of Spring-heeled Jack, eh? <laughs> well, come on. Step into my caravan. <laughs> Um, hey everybody, we're doing uh, we're doing it's Fried Island month. We're Fried, Fried Island, Fried Island, Island gets scary. And uh, Sam didn't doesn't want to fight this time. He said, I, "You know, let's put it all down. I'm sick of fighting." We're yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're we're sick of fisticuffs. It's not the season for that. Yeah, it's the season for for screams and scares. Yeah, this and is calling, uh, and when you go on stage, calling people boys and ghouls—that's part of it. Oh man, can't we wait. just say boys and ghouls more? Yeah, absolutely. People don't say boys and ghouls anymore. People don't say it enough. That's my that's, for sure. that's my that's my uh, old guy PC police thing. <laughs> and how come nobody says say boy- boys and ghouls anymore? It's guys <laughs> and bulls. Yeah, yeah, old people suck. Let's uh, try not to. Uh, Let's try not to let it happen to us. Oh, it's it's already happening. No, I bad. drink a glass of pickle juice every day, and it keeps me young. <laughs> I've got a filter on Snapchat that'll that grows <laughs> that grows older while I get get younger. Jordan drinks a thousand percent of his daily sodium every day. So if you're wondering if he's looking a little puffy, if you're wondering why I have those crystals growing all over me. <laughs> If you're wondering why he has gout of the face somehow. If you're wondering why he's some sort of silicate uh, (laughs) Star Trek monster. If you're wondering why they put little bits of Jordan in Tylenol bottles (laughs) to keep it fresh. Okay. Uh, Well, if we're not fighting, what the hell are we doing, smart guy? (laughs) (laughs) I I will bring a confrontational energy to this. He is old and crotchety, folks. Uh, I am in the ways of uh, I don't I I don't have the TikTok. I won't do it. I I can't. We're two we're two generations too old for TikTok. What? Well, but people are doing it. Steph Tolev does it, (laughs) and a lot of people call me the Steph Tolev of people who don't have TikTok accounts. (laughs) (laughs) She's Steph. Steph reaches the youths. I think my audience Mm. is all men in their sixties. That's my Mm. comedy audience. Sure. 
my uh, audience are uh, three separate accounts that I've made, <laughs> dummy accounts. Called We Love Jordan. <laughs> called, yeah, the Jordan's Great Club. The meetings uh, are strange. <laughs> um, it's a lot so of you doing voices. You want to talk about underrated horror and well, horror well, related. We, we do Fright Island because we, you and I both love, we love Halloween. That's our love, season. Love it. It's, it's, it's a, it's an amalgam of our mm-hmm. interests. You know, we sure. love, we like scary movies. We like, uh, we like practical effects. We like true. lore. We like, true. we like weird monsters. All uh, true. You're a fan of werewolves and radars. Oh, the, we- uh, the weirder, the better. And the, fall, the werewolf, you, you, the radar. You, you and I both get to wear a coat, which we really mm-hmm. thrive in. I Yeah, I get to finally dress the way I feel all year long, yeah. like Duff Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought in, in the spirit of Fried Island, we'll sure. mix up the scuffle. I like it. And rather than do a fight, we can maybe discuss some horror movies which okay. usually at the core have a violent element some, some wrecks kind. some horror wrecks from the boys some, some wrecks i've really you know, been going hard on on some on some b horror some underrated love it. horror love it now should we rename this since it's not a scuffle and we're clearly not on the peninsula yeah uh should it be should we call this something spooky like blood meridian <laughs> yes <laughs> I think that only confuses things. Something like that. It has to happen organically, though. We can't push it. We're not improvisers. All right. (laughs) Well, well, since we're revering, we're revering, reviewing, reviewing movies. What if we were called uh, Fist Skull and Ebert? (laughs) (laughs) The review wrecking crew. (laughs) Fist Skull and Ebert. Yeah, done. <laughs> oh boy. Well, it's official. We're a couple of idiots. <laughs> um, okay, so hit me. What is On your Patreon? We get dumber. What's your <laughs> What's your sleeper uh, horror hits, man? I, I'm I'm excited to hear them because I got. Okay, I, I, I want to know. If, I want to know if you've. Uh, I want to know if you've heard of this one. It's called. Uh, you You like this actress because you like the Sabrina reboot. Love it's it. called the it's called the Black Coat's Daughter with no, Kieran and Shipka. So I haven't seen the Black Coat's Daughter, but I know what's the other one they did. The that person did White another Coat's son. <laughs> I'll look it up. I think it might be I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Yeah, which I also which I also tried to watch and do not recommend. Oh, I recommend it. It is very. I could not. It's, it's a very book slow. At the beginning. <laughs> It's very slow, but the payoff is incredible. And okay. I love I love a good creepy ghost story. And I, I'll t- there's another one that I'll slip in here as long as we're talking about movies that are technically boring, but I like them for the scare. Yeah. Uh, there's another one called The Innkeepers, which I really like, which is a very okay. well made. I film. will tr- I will I will give uh give uh, I'm the pretty thing that lives in this house another go. Put it on, on in the on your recommendation. It's it. I mean, there's no denying that it's a bit of a slog, but uh, okay. boy, boy, did I like the. Uh, I still think about like the I just, scare moment uh, haunts me quite. Literally. Okay, I just <laughs> um, I just will always kind of immediately turn a movie off yeah. if I think, oh, this is like reading. Sure. So, <laughs> you know? what do you do if a book happens to you? See, I like a book, but that's because oh, it's okay. my choice. You've chosen it, right? Uh, it's not like yeah. the Don't it's not like the beaver gland anus vanilla yeah. thing. Or they sneak it into your flapjacks or whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Black Coat's Daughter, awesome. It's a it's a Netflix movie. It's like okay. five years old, but it's Kiernan Shipka, 
and it is like the best part about it is that it like it inverts how you think about demon possession interesting without giving too much away but she's a she's a girl at like an all-girls school and Mm -hmm. she and a couple other girls are left at the school over christmas break like their parents don't come haven't come to get Mm -hmm. them and so they're just in this very eerie girls school alone in the dead of winter and then there's a bunch of and then there's a bunch of flash to the presence interesting of of a woman in a sanitarium and that's kind of all i'll say it is i'll watch that it is awesome and like is yeah devil devil stuff and nun stuff and it's very good and it's her from sabrina it's sabrina spellman kiernan shipka of mad men fame of mad men fame um Mm -hmm. great that's uh it is the person who did i'm the pretty thing that lives in a house and it is also the person oz perkins who directed uh gretel and hansel which was which is on my list but a listen look uh it's the same thing as same thing as pretty thing i like pretty thing better okay um but it was okay gretel and hansel was fine uh, it's one of those movies where you get it at about 45 and you're like, okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. I got one for you. Let's have it. Blood quantum. Blood quantum. What? I have not heard of blood quantum. Blood quantum is a movie on uh shutter right now. And I'll just read you the, um, it's the first thing that comes up when I put blood into my Google bar. So, <laughs> I will uh, read you the back of the box, so to speak. Um, it is a so, rad movie poster if you Google yeah, it. Yeah, it's incredible. Hot <laughs> damn. Uh, it's on Shudder. Shudder's like, if you have Prime, it's like four ninety nine a month or something. Yeah, and it's I, ju- so I usually just it. get Shudder for October. Yeah, it's great. I, I really like it. Um, synopsis. Uh, dip 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 in 1981, on the Red Crow Indian Reservation in Quebec, Canada, fisherman Gisigu catches... Oh, wait a minute. This is a weird... The film depicts the effects of a zombie uprising on a First Nations reserve whose residents are immune to catching or contracting the plague because of their indigenous heritage, but must still cope with the consequences of its effects on the world around them, including white refugees seeking shelter on their reserve. But also, it's like it's very much like... Uh, kind of takes that walking dead vibe of like we are the like the 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 monsters in the house you mm-hmm. know it's yeah like that the, the problem awesome. the problem's not out there so much as it is in here uh it's very cool it's very cool i'm into that i like that a lot yeah and it's a uh, bloody as fuck and upsetting like if you're gonna watch it it's upsetting you will see uh <laughs> more than one very upsetting thing that you're like oh kind of wish i didn't see it you know what you know what zombie thing uh really disturbed me i still think about all the time is the what is i when i read volume two of the walking dead kirkman book uh there's a there's a scene i don't know that's been out for so long i don't care if i'm spoiling this but yeah where like a prisoner murders two twin children yeah and you just see their heads like someone just finds their heads yeah and that's in a book that really freaked me out that's in a comic book and i was like oh god man there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of comic books that have really fucked with me there's a comic book called crossed that i think is just disgusting i'm like this is this is filth yeah what is it uh it's about a zombie plague kind of but it's like this disease that gives people this like x rash on their face i don't even like talking about it because i don't like pitching it to people uh 
and it just makes them the purest vile uh specimens of humanity that you could it's like every id horrible thing twisted thing you can think of they engage in and yeah it feels like the guy who wrote it i think garth ennis maybe who also wrote preacher i think yeah that that might not be right but it's that same kind of school of shock yeah. comic and, read and, and that super it's like, indulgence yeah it's like this is just uh this or it's the dude who wrote the boys it's like this is an exercise yeah. in you just being kind of a prick like you're, you're yeah. just writing gross yeah, things, yeah, yeah. upsetting things because it's like the most twisted thing you could think of and it's like fucking fuck you for doing that uh anyway give me another one what's another okay of I sam's selection i liked i liked the blumhouse version of fantasy island i think is really fun interesting it's a fun really? weird horror movie it's not really? i mean it's not um it's not that scary but it is fun hmm. and i like kind of how the plot unfolds and okay. um it's got michael pena as the fantasy island guy okay and okay. it's got like jimmy o yang the comedian is in it and oh yeah i know that guy i like that guy yeah and uh it's we good should have it's, him on our podcast I'll I'll tell him I liked Fantasy Island and then maybe he'll yeah back. be like uh, hey you know we've talked about it and we think it, it it would be okay if you came on the podcast <laughs> we would allow you we would allow it and if you wanted to put us on Silicon <laughs> Valley <laughs> a show that isn't on anymore if you want to re-edit we, us in it's on it's seasons. on in the living room right now <laughs> I'm an idiot with Thomas Middleditch that curve mm-hmm. um. No, fans, the fans of the Islander make good, like, like a fun, uh, fun premise, and then uh, also some pretty dumb scenes, but in a way you don't mind because it is kind of like we're being goofy. So enjoy sure. how goofy this is. Okay, yeah, like a okay. guy fights his own dad that's his same age, which is very yeah. stupid. Okay, <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> and the setting funny. is always kind of shifting. And, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I really like it. Okay, I got one again. Pretty upsetting. The Midnight Meat Train. On my list, have not seen it. Buddy, The Midnight Meat Train is so fucked up and insane. <laughs> uh, it's scary. It scared me. It's got Vinnie Jones as a weird subterranean fucking uh, serial killer who you learn. Uh, it's maybe he, maybe he's more than that. You know, it's very upsetting, very grisly, very exact. Definitely sounds like the name of a hilarious porn. Uh, I don't have much more to say about it other than watch it. Uh, it's good. Okay. Next, next on, next on my list. Sam's spooky selection. One of, one of my favorite horror movies. And it is, I will not say it is good. It is just mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Happy death day. I think happy it's super death fun. Day. I love I happy death day. Happy death day is wonderful. The one where, that's the one where she, she keeps, uh, she groundhog days her own murder. She's groundhog days her own murder. Yeah. And she is such a better actress than that script ever needs her to be. That movie kicks ass. That movie is better it's than awesome. it has any right to be. Uh, yeah. I, you say, honestly, you brought this here in kind of an apologetic fashion. And I want to know who made you feel that way because that's a great movie and fuck them. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, well, and everyone I know likes it. I mean, my, my, my girlfriend likes it. So then what uh, happened? <laughs> I don't know. I think it gets uh, it gets shit as a non-serious movie. It's it called is a... Happy Death Day. Yeah, I it's mean, bit, if you go it... into Happy Death Day, that's like the people who didn't like Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully agree. They're like, well, first of all, there was a hot tub. That was stupid. Yeah. It's like, that's the title. Oh, brother, what a dumb movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Happy, Death yeah. Day, Happy Death Day rules and the acting is pretty good. Sure. And the script is good. Like the dialogue makes sense and shit, which yeah. is like, that's what they skimp on. Like I just watched the Babysitter movies on Netflix 
which what? like those are so which is about like a killer babysitter. She's like a hot lady, and you get <laughs> you like you get the campiness of it, but it's also who does she want to well. kill the babies? Yeah, the the kid she's yeah, babysitting that sucks. We um, watched a movie the other day that uh, was like that called The Love Witch on okay. Prime, and it was like done in the style of like late sixties, mid to late sixties exploitation kind of go go film, uh-huh. and uh, it's on Prime, and it was worth a watch, but. It's for sure like very boring and like just you just watch it for like like boy this person has really recreated the style of these bad movies perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like it's so easy to write dialogue that doesn't sound like bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's, it's like you can write you can still write a stupid movie but then have the people talk like people. It's not easy for everybody though, you know? It yeah. is difficult for them. You could find any number of punch-up people. Nicole Conlon, for instance. Sure, Nicole Conlon, <laughs> local writer. She could uh, punch it up, probably. I mean, if she. I, I mean, you could. You she know, could, wherever she could do, she she could do it on her podcast, Real Big Fix. Even nobody's seen her in ten years. This very night, Look, she disappeared. Two ah! hours. Oh, oh God! <laughs> you said you were podcasting. She's at here. Five. There's no reason we're for doing taken We're doing hours. additional Patreon content. To keep us in that Patreon life, I was, to which I was come, is Nicole even is Nicole even aware I was complimenting her? No, she's uh, <laughs> you, I'll tell her afterwards. Okay, good. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. I wanna, you can have I, a campy that's written yes. well. That's all. Before we uh, finish up, wrap up uh, what we're calling uh, uh, fiscal sp- and Ebert spooky rev. Reeve booze with Sisk Skull and Ebert. Uh, I want to talk about a movie that we both kind of, I rediscovered and you discovered recently. That you told me to watch? Yes. Which is uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Fucking rules. It rules so hard. It's my favorite Halloween movie I've watched this year. The dude who plays Leslie Vernon has, again, no right being as good as he is. He's mm-hmm. incredible for it. It's this weird documentary about Jason-style killers, but people who do, like, it assumes that that's a real thing that exists in the world, these supernatural yeah. slayers. And uh, it, um, it, it does a documentary on one who's trying to become famous, but then it slips into a horror movie, an actual horror movie. It's wonderful. It's really good. Yeah. And the, the, um, I mean, it's like a mockumentary of a subculture, which is already a yeah. thing I like. And yeah. then plus that's, then that subculture is crazy slashers. Yeah. And then at some point it, it points, it is a full on horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it happens so gradually that you're like, well, and you're the, like, and, oh, and the little scary parts are scary, and like yeah. you care about the character, you care about the characters, and you mm-hmm. like didn't think you were going to, and uh, yeah, and the guy, the guy who plays him is also like not in much after, but he's very good. He's like a not at all. He's Walton so good. Goggins kind of big time. That's exactly what he is. He's Diet Walton Goggins. Diet yeah. Goggs. That movie is awesome, and the gore is really good for. I think that movie, that movie's budget is like eight dollars or something. Yeah, like it is it crazy. Kicks all kinds of ass, and like it's so, it's so intelligent oh. about the medium, and it so <coughs> gets it, and it's such like, and it's yeah. And the thing they do that I think is so great is 
the when it the parts when it is a horror movie is shot on film, and then the yeah, parts yeah, when yeah. it's a stupid documentary is shot digitally. Yeah. And yeah. it's much lower quality. Yes, and you like it really lets you jump between the realities of what yeah. they're doing. Anyway, I I love that movie. I think it's so it's good. It's very very good. It's very if, good. It's very self aware. Go watch it right if away. You, it's if on you Prime. remade it, I think well, who would you cast? Oh boy, if I did the big oh wow the, the behind the mask version of it, probably it's gonna be it's gonna end up being um, my man. I'm terrible with names, but the guy from Moon, he's so good. What's his name? He played Zaphod Beeblebrox in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He played George Bush in Vice. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is yeah. Be my, that's per- uh, that's perfect casting. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my Leslie Vernon. And who yeah. who would you who would you cast as the the survivor girl? Oh man, it would be you know the the lady from Ready or Not that looks like a knockoff Margot Robbie. But oh really shit! Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she would. She would Absolutely. be very good. She would be really good. Fuck, I wish I could remember her names now instead of just uh, Diet Margot Robbie. But whatever. <laughs> that other guy's getting Diet Walton Goggins. So <laughs> it's tough to not. It's tough to look like people. Sure. Um, all right, I think we're gonna wrap up this uh, first initial episode of Spooky Boovy Reeve Booze <laughs> with Sis Siskel and Eba Hurt. Uh, the more, Siskel. the more. The more we can bastardize it, the better. (laughs) I think so, too. Uh, Thank you guys for your continued patronage. I'm going to go eat some crispy tacos and uh, get uh, this week's episode up and running. Um, Until next time, why don't you count this one down, Sam? One, two, an extra scary three. Break it up for uh, movie reviews with Sisk Skull (laughs) and Ebert. I get no um, yeah, we're uh, all right. We're recording. Should, is there anything we should talk about up front? Is there anything we should get at? This sounds like I'm confronting <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You have an intervention for me, but we mm-hmm. haven't seen each other in four months. <laughs> what would I even intervene on you about? Oh, God, I'm pretty milk toast, dude. It's honestly probably my milk and toast habit. That's, that's what you get in. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, oh, drink more milk than anybody really needs oh, to. And he dips it. <laughs> oh god what are you drinking there that looks like a delicious uh, cool beverage a cool beverage uh, on a we, hot day we have an we have an iced coffee maker i'm it's out here in the country you might have just heard uh my notification <laughs> sound that's the type of life type of life i'm living i got my notifications <laughs> you on your, baby yeah you're, you can only have your ringer on loud in the woods <laughs> no normal person and in regular society that has I'm drinking a big mug of sun tea. Do you know what sun tea oh, is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love a sun tea. My grandma used to make a sun tea. You know, I th- I'm sort of finding out that everybody's grandma made a sun tea. But my dad, <laughs> not a grandma, notably not a grandma. Um, <laughs> One of his defining traits. He, he chucks a bunch of fruit in with it and it's great. It's yeah. like the sun, the sun like bleaches the, the soul out of the fruit into the, yeah. into the tea and so then you That's scoop great. all of the fruit corpses out. Uh, it truly does. It looks like it looks like you remember Banicula. I know this is like the nineteenth time I've brought up Banicula on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I also remember it. I mean, that's, but, uh, I get it. When Banicula would drain the vegetables and they'd be like white, uh-huh. like yeah. limp vegetables. That's what they look like when they come out. But I drink it. We captured it. The sun has helped us capture their <laughs> essence in this tea, and now I'll live forever. I'm told. Anyway. 
Uh, welcome to the Patreon. <laughs> Your dad and his ally, the sun. His ally, the sun, and his enemy, the moon. <laughs> Out there shouting at the moon. Um, so, uh, I, I, I welcome welcome to the Patreon. Welcome to Scuffle Peninsula. Um, squabble Squabble Archipelago, if you will. Uh, we, we don't have to introduce we, ourselves, right? I mean, that's. If you're oh. if you're joining our Patreon without knowing who we are, that's a think, that's a wild move. But I think we <laughs> I think we can be somebody else here. I think this is like a a little vacation. It's a little you know it's our Patreon too. We yeah. we want to yeah, we yeah. want to we want to get away from the norm. We want to get away from those jackasses yeah. ourselves. So I think we're we're other people here, and in in celebration of getting away from the norm, I'm I'm Norm. <laughs> Hi everybody. I'm Sam Piles. Nice. I'm uh, <laughs> Norm uh, Norm Knee Drop. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sam Pile Driver is a cool name. Sam Pile Driver. How about scan? How about Slam Pile Driver? <laughs> Two on the nose. <laughs> and I'm uh, J- Jordan Scald. I, that's my fighting move. I throw scalding water at you. I guess. Take that. You suck. Haha! Hard to fight with no fingerprints, right? On your face? Does your face have a fingerprint? Anyway. Um so we got we had an interesting uh suggestion from one of our Patreons, correct? Yeah. We why don't, we, you, uh, why don't you lay uh, that on me? Longtime listener, uh 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 frequent Twitter interactor, our pal mm-hmm. Jake Barrett uh suggested Jake he he sends a very nice message on the Patreon. And he wants us to fight Steve's, just a mess of Steve's. <laughs> oh, do they come in a mess? They or come in a mess. Like that's a... what that's what you call them. It's like a crow is a crows are a murder. Oh, Steve's are a like mess. <laughs> I, f- I feel like it's like a squabble of Steve's or like a tangle <laughs> I, of Steve's or you something. Ever seen a bunch of Steve's? That's a mess. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a, sure, they're pretty that's messy. A, Steve. Uh, <laughs> What? I got mustard on my shirt. Oh, who left Legos covered in jam all over the stairs? <laughs> Why Steve? did you have them on the stairs? Oh, I was, I dry, well, the jam was there first, and I got the Legos to, cle- <laughs> to clean up the jam. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we're going to battle Steve's. It is a, a, a battle of the Steve's, a, a battle long in the making since the first Steve was cast in iron and struck <laughs> From the very and, from the molten blood of the earth, and per per Jake's suggestion, it's mm-hmm. a Steve, it's a five way Steve Royal Rumble on the island. Okay, okay, which I think is fun. I like that idea a lot. I like that too. So we we need we have we have a quiver that we need to fill with five yeah. Steves. <laughs> yeah, we sure. got to pick five now. <laughs> five, five variant Steves. <laughs> okay, so now that I'm. Now that we joked about the first Steve, who's the oldest Steve you can think of? Who is the first Steve that comes to mind? The first Steve that comes to mind is uh, Steve Jobs, I guess. I think he's Steve like Jobs. Most, he's just a straightforward Steve. He is Steve Prime, Steve Omega, Steve Alpha yeah. and Omega. We've lost a lot of our Steves in the last decade. Have Stephen we? Hawking. Stephen Hawking's yeah. gone. Oh, he's a prime Steve, though. I think he's been on the island before, right? He has. Uh, Steve McQueen. Could Steve be McQueen. Also, who do we, what do we call our uh, – Oh, Steve our, Martin. That's the number one Steve. Steve Martin. 
He takes up the most space in my head at least. Now, is the, if this was going to be a Steve on Steve, hot Steve on Steve action, a, two, yeah. a, a double Stever. Yeah, the uh, only VHS that, I own. <laughs> that would be the matchup. Steve Jobs, Steve Martin. Yeah, it would be. So those guys are definitely in. They're definitely in. Now, are we counting Stevens? I think we can, we can exclude Stevens. I, I think, think let's that- pare it down. I think it's a stretch to include a Steven. I think if there is a Steven who who must be in there, who simply uh-huh. must fight, yeah, then we would know him. But I mean, what Steven is Ste- that? Colbert? And Give me it, a break. Yeah, get out of here. And then we've had him on the island and we've had Stephen Hawking on the island. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's Steve's. It's just Steve's. I like Steve Steve's. McQueen. I think okay. that's a fun Steve. I really uh, know a lot about Steve McQueen. What about Stevie's? Stevie Wonder. Mm, okay. Okay. Oh, weirdly enough. Yeah. I feel like he's a good combatant. I would like to have him on the island. I think it's – First of all, can you imagine calling Stevie Wonder Steve? (laughs) Steve Wonder. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to think about that the rest of the day. (laughs) Please call me Steve. We got Steve Steve Wonder tickets. (laughs) Who? Steve Wonder. What? (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, Stevie Wonder. What, you call him Stevie like you're friends with him? Come on, it's yeah, Steve. Have, show some respect. We've got Stephen Wonder tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that song, Superstition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's gonna, I got, I'm going to level with you. It's going to be hard to push past the Steve Wonder thing. <laughs> okay, I like it. He's in Steve Wonder. Um, Steve, Stevie Wonder. Uh, what That's- about Stevie Nicks? I think that's a good one too. I, let's get a female Stevie. No, in no, I. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is an interesting point because I was going to say we've got one Stevie. I feel like that's bending the ru- rules, but I think like getting a Stevie Nicks in there is yeah. uh, not only you know in, in the in the interests of inclus- inclusivity, but also in the interests of uh, she's a she's a magic woman. Yeah, she's got magical powers. A powerful combatant. Um, another just iconic Steve, Buscemi. Oh, 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 come on. He we have had him on the island. He fought character. He was a character actor fighter. My man Buscemi. Hmm. I do love Steve Buscemi deeply. Interesting. 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 Um, <sighs> another Steve, a Steve, a formative Steve for me hey, and look. probably the, the reason for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which wow. on Fight Island, what does he become? God? Yeah, <laughs> like, what could he possibly be? It enhances you know, his already powers to like You know You know. You know what I think happens? Yeah. He he becomes a Goro. He's a double Steve. He's double Steve. Yeah. He's just Steve again. Does he is he kind of the guest referee because he's too powerful? Is he like Johnny Carson sure, was for late sure. night Oh, absolutely. Steve Austin's too. He's got he's got like a yes, I love that. And he's got like a whistle in one hand. He's got two beers in the bottom Goro hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and like when it, he's like, let's get it on, it smashes the beers together. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Well, drinks them all. He's he's like the only person who should have four arms because he can smash beers together above his head and then below <laughs> he's giving you two middle fingers. That's the coolest sure, thing sure. you can do. <laughs> Jordan, now, I know you're a bit of an artist. Draw that for me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> immediately draw Stone Cold Steve Austin with four arms, please. I don't know if it would be for you. I think it would be for all of us. <laughs> um, hey Jordan, can you I, draw me something real quick for humanity? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta put him out there, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. That's a and good also, Steve. 
He's a good Steve. So good that I think it would be hard to fight. He'd be like, oh, <laughs> hi. Oh, oh fight? Well, well no. he's, go- he's gone through phases. He may, he maybe doesn't know, you know. He's there's kind of two Steve Carells. Like there's old prestige <laughs> actor Steve Carell uh, and there's yes. young fun Steve Carell. Two and I think Steve's, that conflict makes him a very mild Jekyll and Hyde. Two Steves diverged in a golden wood. <laughs> <laughs> I took the Steve. I traveled the Steve. Steve less taken. It's I took all the, the Dan in real life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what why about? does he only oh. make bummers? Okay, here real quick, quick tangent. Ta- we can do the I can do a tangent on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, so every like funny actor, right? At some point, their career starts to peter out because they want to do movies for their kids. You the know kids, what I'm talking it's about? the kid child yeah, poisoning, so, dude. Yeah, and and so like Jack Black did that, Will Ferrell did that. Like they all kind of yeah, they all kind of pulled the nose up because they're like, and now my kid, I'm rich, and this is the last mm-hmm. thing for me is I have to hang out with my kids, so now I want them mm-hmm. to think that I'm the Lorax or whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Steve Carell seems to have the opposite motivation yeah. where he's like, all right, I'm done doing comedy. I'm going to do the saddest fucking movies you've ever seen. You know, Back to back to back. I'm going to be a, sol- a toy soldier who yeah. gets beat oh. up. Ooh. I'm going to be – I'm going to be the wrestler who ki- – who or the wrestling coach who killed a guy. The Did Dupont you see that movie? Uh, it's great. Uh, Fox Cash is really good. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. But he just <laughs> picks – like he just picks like bummer after bummer. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is this for your god And then he's son? like, I'm like, in a new movie. this for? Yeah, me – yeah, me, hol- me hilarious uh, like Second City or Groundlings <laughs> alum legend. Yeah. Uh, or I'm going to, I'm going to be in a new movie. Oh, great. We're so excited. What are you playing? I'm playing the moon and he's brokenhearted and he has to watch the earth <laughs> for all eternity. The moon is his wife who left. <laughs> it's hey, a heart, it's heartbreaking and inventive. Steve, you're the funniest man in the world. What are you going to do next? Well, I'm going to play a, a guy in the Holocaust who, uh, who gets trapped in a his, walnut. <laughs> yeah. And his thing was to go to different uh, concentration camps and just kind of observe. That's that's the movie. <laughs> and he tried to make people laugh, but they wouldn't. <laughs> Steve Carell, yeah, he's literally going to do The Day the Clown Cried, the fucking Jerry right. Lewis movie. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, ac- accidentally stumbled into that one. Uh, also, did you know that I was uh, sort of in a movie with him? But it was what? so it was so sad that I could I'd never watched it to see if it, if I was actually in it. What's the movie? <laughs> Beautiful Boy. Oh, that yeah, that that's like the one I'm talking about that I didn't say, which is like I the saddest s- concept I can think of. I sat right behind him in the shot. I'm sure you can see my weird, unkempt beard in it. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, what is that dude who's obviously high here for at this at this rehab center? How did he get in <laughs> with bong in his beard? Yeah, that beard is uh, contraband. Get it out what of here. Is that? What is this? Pieces of bong? It exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it exploded when I tried to smoke it too hard with my beard. <laughs> I got two huge Steves. You're in a, you're also you're in another Steve movie, by the way. Which one? Vice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're you're an extra. You're in, in that scene in Vice, and he's in he's he plays Rumsfeld. Steve Cheney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve Carell George, is also in that. George one. W. Steve. Yeah, we work together a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's great to see Steve. It's great to see Stevie <laughs> and Steve Wonder. <laughs> My pals from the biz. Okay. I got two huge Steves for you. Ready for this? Let's have them. 
And then we've got to decide, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Harvey, previous He's been fighter. On, yeah. But uh, an incredibly powerful, scary, powerful Steve. <laughs> slippery opponent. Uh, he, he almost looks like he's just – he almost looks like his head is the only – like if you tackled him, the whole suit would come off and the head would just <laughs> r- float away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's 100%. just he's just head and mustache. He's almost he's kind of Pennywise in this weird way. <laughs> <laughs> big time, big Pennywise energy. It's the oversized clothing and his round, his his perfectly spherical dome. I feel like in a fight, like if he went, if Steve Harvey went full Pennywise, and like his head his head would split open, and that's the true <laughs> mouth. You know what I mean? Yikes! The mustache comes up, and it's just teeth. Yeah, yeah. God. Second row of teeth like a shark. Sure, yeah. Uh, and also, Steve from Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues Steve, yeah. Blue's Clues Steve, original Steve. What happened to him? I'll tell you what happened to him. He's a fucking sniper in Manila. <laughs> he's probably. Pennywise. He's Pennywise. Uh, he's, he's a clown hunter. He's a Milanese clown hunter. <laughs> Uh, nobody knows. No, actually, he's a, he's like a successful EDM DJ. Did you know that? Truth. I had no idea. That's insane. Yeah. What Steve a wild ass life. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to rattle off the never five. Ha- that's called never having to have a job, and that rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rattle off the five Steves that I think should be in this. The five okay. elemental Steves. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Okay. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Honorary Steve. Steve. Wonder. Steve Wonder. Oh, Steve Harvey. I know we've had him before, but this is a mm. new Harvey. This is Harvey Unleashed. This is Harvey <laughs> Omega. Yeah. I like I like the idea of having Stevie <clears throat> Nicks in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a you could talk you I could be penalized for pulling two Stevies. Yeah. But I feel like she's gonna be powerful. I feel like she's I like, gonna be I, I like two Stevies. I just think I think it's important. Now, if you were Stevie, Stevie Nicks' friend, would you call her Steve? Yeah, 100%. She seems really cool. Like that's like what yeah. – that's like a fun nickname for her. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. What's Who's the final Steve? Oh, to me, it's Martin. I And, and I would swap out Corell with Harvey and then that's – then that's my five. Steve Martin, Steve Harvey, Stevie Nicks, Stevie Wonder, Steve Jobs. I I want that last one to be Steve from Blue's Clues. How about we make it okay. a six way? Done. It's a six way. Oh, ro- rolling the dice. It happens from time <laughs> to time. I've got you to see it. We have to demarcate this somehow. I have to like you write see down. It. How, what I'm going to need. I'm, I'm going to need a bracket. I'm going to need a bracket. Please, please. Steve's Steve Martin, right? Steve Martin. Nick. Stevie Nicks. Wonder. Wonder. Harvey. Harvey. From Blue's Clues. From BC. That's six. Yep. Okay. Well, wait, no, that's not. That's that's five because we missed jobs. Oh. Jobs. Add jobs. Okay, and uh, St- Stone Cold Steve Austin with extra arms as the, he's refereeing, is yes, presiding yes. over the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And it happens. It happens in the and you know I believe there was a request to do this in the style of old in the old ways with mm-hmm. full nar- full narration. And uh, you know I'm going to try my best to do that. But at this point, I, I, the new way is working for me, man. I like the new way. <laughs> we're, we're a little out of sorts. We're a little out like, of shape. I like selecting my fighter. I like sizing them up. I'm going to choose a champion out of these Steves. Sure, sure, uh, sure. And I will tell you how they get there. <laughs> Uh, but right. just so, you know, forgive me if I'm a little if I'm a little a little hinky on it. Uh, all right, they're. Dr- I think I think the island. It's Steve Day on Fight the Island. St- the Steves are ready. The Steves are oiled yeah. and prepared. This yeah, is it's, uh, it's it's the Steve Solstice. Fight Island prepares for it every year. <laughs> uh, uh, does it happen in the morning or the evening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. You look away from the c- computer. <laughs> you're if you're hearing this, you're paying for it. Imagine that. <laughs> um yeah okay uh all right so the question before us is who would win in a fight in the 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 fucking the valley of the steves on fight island you know you know in steve coliseum uh in the ancient hall of steves uh between steve martin stevie nicks steve wonder uh steve harvey uh steve from blues clues and steve jobs so this is tough. This is a rumble. And I think they're all coming. When I imagine this, it is the Valley of the Steves, which is like, uh, y- you know, I, th- I think Steves were an important part of the founding of Fight Island. Steves have been uh, <laughs> confrontational since the beginning. Stone Cold gives a speech. like as Absolutely. This- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Steves! And all the Steves <laughs> go, Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> they chant. Uh, and he goes, all right. Uh-huh. And he, and he tells them, you know, like I, uh, the, the Steve's <laughs> built this place and he points to one statue that's all like full Lord of the Rings style, mm-hmm. you know, stand up. He's like, Steve, Flintlock, what a <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Steve Marinara, uh, you sop, sloppy <laughs> bastard. I think uh, I think each uh, uh, each Steve is brought to the island in like a like one of those elephant crates that's like big, carried by a helicopter. I, I, dude, I'm gonna say big time <laughs> entrance moment for each Steve. Yeah, I'm gonna say like Steve Martin comes in, you know, uh, like a like a chicken lays an egg, and then that chicken that hatches into a, a bigger chicken that lays a bigger egg, and so on and so forth, and then he steps out of the final egg, and everyone loves it. <laughs> he's he's bending physics and perception. Oh yeah, for a gag, he's yeah. he. I, th- I think Steve Martin. One of his huge strengths is that he's gonna he's gonna exist under Daffy Duck, uh, like uh, Roger Rabbit rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. it, uh, you remember when Roger Rabbit has is handcuffed in the, mm. in the movie, and uh, and then he slips out of it to yeah. give uh, give Eddie a better vantage point on sawing them off, and he's like, "You could do that the whole time," and he's like, "Not the whole time, only when it was funny." I yeah. think that's the rule. If it's funny, he can take an arrow in the head. The yeah. guy's got an arrow through his head. Sure. Yeah. On Fight yeah. Island, that's a real arrow and it's sure. uh, it's it's piercing the part of his brain that knows mercy. <laughs> in the mercy center. Right in the mercy center. Uh, I think Stevie Nicks uh, – mm-hmm. t- It. did you see Suicide Squad where – what's her name? Enchantress is all like covered in like black smoke. Sure. Yes, that's Stevie Nicks is that that kind of witch to me. That 
she's true like witch powers and just like raw vengeance yes yes she appears I like that. In a, she, she just appears in a black cloud we don't know how or where yeah i thought well i think it's literally uh do, do they do rhiannon <laughs> yeah that's definitely what's playing <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that could be like, any Stevie Nicks song. And like crows gather, but oh, no, it would be like butterflies and she comes like dancing out like your mom's drunk but friend. But they're black. Yeah. 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 Dark, dark purple butterflies, seventies goth, hippie goth, couch goth. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's, and she's draped in glass vials and, you know, uh, her eyes, are, her eyes are black. They're all pupil. Totally. Absolutely. She is a, she is a powerful, seductive sorceress of music, a mm-hmm. mage. Mm-hmm. Plus she's on coke. A truly terrifying competitor. Uh, and then Steve Wonder. I feel like he's, he's there? driving some, some, uh, he's driving, he's all blind. I think he how does Stevie Wonder enter in battle form? Does is, is he Daredevil? All his senses are are enhanced. <laughs> oh, big is, time. With old big Steve Wonder? Time. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, Steve Wonder is for sure. I think he rolls up his piano is almost uh echolocation. Oh like yeah. He knows where everything is. Yeah. He's oh, he's Jesus. Absolutely. He's got he's got like a keytar strapped to his chest. Mm-hmm. Like a battle guitar that he can yeah. play, he can play notes and like echo locate like a fucking superhuman, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he yeah. he he comes into superstitious. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> I also think, um, is it hella problematic if he has some sort of darkness power where he can plunge everybody else into like? <laughs> Into like where they can't see. Oh yeah, no, I think that's great. I think that's okay. definitely a Stevie Wonder battle form power. He has he has the spell from D and D darkness. Yeah, and it and superstitious plays when it creeps out. Yeah, 100%. on and away. And if you come into the <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> okay, if that wasn't problematic, this will be. Stevie Wonder will kick your ass in a dark room. I don't care who you are. <laughs> uh, okay, Harvey. He's Steve Harvey. We've discussed. He is he is what amounts to, I think, (laughs) like almost fucking Akira like under that suit. Like you see you see how his neck tucks directly into the suit and -hmm. you're like, there's something going on under there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You open it and it's just a thousand hands reaching out of a black. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Weird. Yeah. Full on, full on Pennywise level yeah. mind torture, <laughs> and he is, you know, the Pennywise, uh, the Pennywise comparison is very, very apt. He's a, he's a comedian. Yeah. He makes you laugh. He makes it, you know, somebody guesses a penis or something on one of his game shows, and he's like, "What in the world?" And everybody's like, ah, "You're hilarious," and he feeds on your energy. Yeah. Yeah, and I th- and again, I think under the mustache, uh, it's something sinister. I think that's going to draw the two comedians to one another. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin and Steve Harvey, I think, are going to clash. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two, these two uh, contenders, these comedic contenders. Um, Steve from Blues Clues. 
He's an EDM legend these days, you know. <laughs> but he's he's Steve from Blues Clues in this. I mean, he's got to yeah. be. Hey, if you don't think he's still going by Steve from Blues Clues, <laughs> I think Steve from Blues Clues rides in on a like a battle dog, absolutely, like a horse sized, oh. uh, yeah. vicious battle dog that's blue. Bow 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 bow. Yeah, <laughs> he's dressed yeah. like Kevin Costner's the postman. He's like the mayor is here. <laughs> and he said, "No, he's like I'm looking for clues. I blew, I blew in out of the wasteland, looking for clues. Followed a trail of clues here." Uh, and uh, then he he's like the type of guy who says something like, "Oh, what's that? What's that? Or oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? There is no blue. Only he can see blue." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 100. <laughs> and blue is like a a violent figment of his imagination. He's like, "What's that blue? The clues <laughs> inside his skull?" And has and like starts punching on somebody, you know. 100. Yeah, <laughs> clues, that's a great clues. He's son of Sam. He's the son of Sam. There's a fucking dog telling him to do murder. Mm-hmm. He's son of Steve. Mm-hmm. Son of Steve, but I think. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I almost blew past Son of Steve, but <laughs> if uh if if there's a title to this episode, that'll be it. Uh so uh, And then we got jobs. Jobs are and last then we one. got jobs. And jobs is, you know, I mean, we've seen a thousand fighters like Jobs, but have we? Well, I think I mean, I think Jobs is in a sleek battle suit. <laughs> sure. He's in he's in a, he's in an armored Techno turtleneck design made by uh, <laughs> made by underpaid workers. Big and time. Yeah, he's he's big. He's Lex Luthor. He's capital E evil. Big time. Oh, and it's like, oh, geez, it's like, um, oh wow. Okay, I saw. I just saw a scene that went down, which was like Steve Martin and Steve Harvey clash, and like Steve Martin comes up and he's trying to do his like. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Somebody put a chicken in my shoe. It's all chicken stuff with this guy. Uh, and Steve Harvey's like, we don't we don't mess around like that on Family Feud and like does a crazy face. Yeah. And uh, and it gets him. It's like Steve Martin he laughs and then he's like, yes, scum. I am the king, the king of comedy. And like as Steve Martin is laughing while Steve Martin still sees a Steve Harvey, we all see like his coat come undone and like a flesh monster <laughs> open up and Steve Martin just walks into it laughing willingly in true in true He's, Stephen he, King fashion. Steve Martin turns to the camera and is kind of giving a masterclass on the banjo. Like sure. he's, so, he's so distracted by his own intellect that he's yeah. not he, he's not realizing yeah. that he's walking into the monster. Sure. He's sure. like he's so smart that it's taken him past fighting and now he he sure. doesn't understand what's happening. <laughs> Wait a minute. What is it? I think that it's like a dazzling because of that, you know, another Steve, Stephen King, because of the influence of Stephen King on the it character, the it mm-hmm. characteristics of Steve Harvey now, when he opens up, it's the deadlights from it. And yeah. Stephen uh, Steve Martin sees what does he see in there? The fit, what he's always wanted. It's 1976 in there. It's not, well, no, I mean, it's, it's 1976 and he just gets to go paint in a room and he doesn't have to have like the expectations okay. of other people. That's fair enough. Anyway, want, he, I think, I think Steve Harvey defeats Steve Martin and then Steve jobs in his, in his sleek black turtleneck mech suit sees that happen. And he goes, Steve, 
Steve Harvey. I too know what it means. <laughs> he sounds like Henry Kissinger. I too know what it means to be somewhat inhuman. And then you see like the armor peel away and he's just like from the jaw up. You know, he's a Robocop to save his life. Sure. They Robocopped him. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And then as he opens up to show Steve Harvey that we two are not so different, uh, Steve from Blue's Clues rips out his heart. <laughs> I think that's true. And starts to feast on it. Well, I, I think uh, off to the side. I or think, does he not have a heart? I guess he would be just a heart and a brain. I, th- I think off to the side, Nick's in Wonder or jamming, <clears throat> and they don't know that oh. they're supposed to be fighting. They're oh, like no. having a- Dude, they're having a full-on superstitious uh, magic man sorcerer's battle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're like, they're fighting with notes. They're fighting with notes. They're fighting with like conjured, uh, like dragons and like, uh, like Stevie Wonder's magic is made out of like shadows and shit. And, uh, yeah. Stevie Nixis is made out of like, yeah, Stevie Nixis is made out of like fucking Paisley and like, like, (laughs) like, like dumb pat, like dumb patterns from the 70s and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beads. (laughs) Um, J- Jade, yeah, turquoise. I, well, and I think uh, uh, I, I get. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just naming gems that I see around I me. <laughs> did I mention full of gems? Did I mention that I'm in the gem hall? <laughs> I'm in the gem room. Oh, um, did you choke on, choke on a gem? What was that? Topaz? Yeah, yeah, that was some agate. <laughs> Uh, I think the the this fight of the musician Steve's. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Wonder, it's like his. It would be hard for him to anticipate the like witchy uh, spell casting with because he's tr- he's using his elemental senses. Sure, but he could plunge her into darkness immediately. Listen, I don't want to get. Uh. I I don't want to get too. Um, I mean, you know what I do with my free time. I roll dice and I pretend <laughs> to be a wizard. Uh, and there is a specific build for Sorcerer in 5e, you guys. It's Unearthed Arcana, uh, but it's uh, it's a darkness sorcerer. And this is the whole move. You throw down darkness, but you can see through it because he has those super senses within it. Mm. Then you're in his territory. And right. he comes up on you and fucking kicks your ass. <laughs> Yeah, he was. I mean, he was born in the darkness. Stevie dabbles in it. Yes. Oh, okay. It's the Bane rule. We play the Bane. We play the Bane it's card the from time Bane to time. It's the Bane rule. That's yeah. true. He's a magic man. Um, I think he gets her. I think. I think Stevie mm-hmm. is like, like, uh, like. I can see him throwing down the 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 darkness with mm-hmm. a and then it. And she's all of a sudden, where are you? And she sees what she thinks is him. And she does like a cool like laser whip mm-hmm. with her many rings as she dances, hands entwined <laughs> above her head and slashes at the shadow figure. But it was a joke. And and she hears from behind him. It was a bamboozle, you know. She hears from behind her like, superstition ain't the way. And she falls <laughs> through a, a pit. Yeah, a portal yeah. into yeah, she nothingness. Gets, she gets, she, yeah, she gets somehow locked in another dimension. That's the totally. That's the Stevie he, Wonder, Stevie Nicks death. 
he pull he pulls her into the wonderverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's literally superstitious. I mean, that should have been the portent. It got her. It got yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which leaves Steve Harvey, Steve from Blue's Clues, and Steve Stevie Wonder. Wonder, Steve Wonder, please, <laughs> Steve Wonder, the, please, the uh, the sorcerer, Steve Wonder. <laughs> uh. I mean, Steve from Blue's Clues, his, I mean, his stuff, his thing is that he's psychotic. Here's the thing, dude. I think that Steve from Blue's Clues, I don't think that the darkness spell would work on him. I don't think that. Yeah, uh, he's already seeing visions. I think, I think he's seen visions. And I think when you plunge, when you plunge him into that dark room, who's going to be there? (laughs) Yeah. Blue. He he has a friend in the darkness. He's blue. Blue leads him out. Blue is going to show you the clues to find the people you need in there. Ah, Fuck. He's going to detective his way out of it, isn't he? He's going to detective his way out of it. I think he's going to beat Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Well, and then that leaves Harvey as it as Pennywise style Steve. Can you believe this? <laughs> well, I oh, uh, does Pe- like does Steve Harvey Pennywise try to prey on Stevie Wonder's like big fear? Like I feel like if he's uh, the, this Pennywise character, I feel like Steve Steve Harvey can't really feed off of Steve boy. from Blue's Clues because he's already psychotic, well, and then he can't the and he can't feed off of uh, Stevie Wonder because he can't like conjure any imagery. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I think I think Steve from Blue Clu- Blue's Clues defeats Stevie Wonder. I think Stevie Wonder underestimates the power of his psychoses, and yeah. he uh, and he tries to cast, uh, cast darkness from Five E specifically mm-hmm. specifically Five E rules. Um, and uh, but uh, Steve from Blue's Clues has what we would call blind sight because he can see visions mm-hmm. that lead him, and he fight he he kicks Stevie Wonder's ass in the thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, hmm. and he goes, huh? I guess sometimes superstition is the way. <laughs> Let's all go to the mailbox. <laughs> and uh, and um, I think that's where he encounters Steve Harvey. And I think it's who'd have thought? <laughs> Steve from Blue's Clues versus Steve Harvey versus Steve oh, Harvey. Can, can I can I pitch my narrative how this ends? Please, please. Steve from Blue's Clues. The clues have been leading him they're just pictures of other steves these are these mm. clues it's buscemi it's sure yeah it's uh it's urkel mm-hmm. and oh, he's steve urkel. he's following and he's following these steve clues around and it leads him <coughs> up to steve austin <sighs> and the reveal is you can tap into the elemental uh steve you can use other steve's powers Whoa. Steve from Blue's Clues figures out the clues, and now he is imbued with Stone Cold Steve Austin's moves. Whoa, whoa, to take whoa. How, Steve how about how about he he it is revealed to him and then uh Steve from Blue's Clues realizes that he must become part of the over Steve <laughs> <laughs> in order to defeat I, I, yeah. Steve Harvey at this point is going full of Kira. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the red the 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 mustard yellow suit is shredded and he's yeah. no no pretense of humanity he's yeah. just flesh bald mustachioed flesh he's what we've always known which is that Steve Harvey's pure evil Boil, <laughs> boiling out and we have to stop him Steve mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin tells Steve from Blues Clues and he's like we could use a man with your uh, sensibilities 
and uh, <laughs> I'm going a little Jesse Ventura, but sure. Um, and uh, and he he does. He takes his hand and uh, he absorbs into the into the over Steve. His and, his uh, eyes go. His eyes go Steve. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, no, I think Steve from Blues Clues disappears into Stone Cold, and oh. Stone Cold, and Stone Cold grows another set of arms. He has six. He's an octocold now. <laughs> Or no, you know what happens? He he gains uh, he gains the back portion of uh, st- of a Steve on its hands and knees. So he's like a centaur. <laughs> he's a Steve Tar Goro. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, and I think with all of that, Steve, he's just able to like fucking one punch man fighting in the sky. Oh, he puts him. He puts him in this. He puts him in this. He puts him in a stone cold stunner with each set of arms. With each set of arms, an, uh, an unprecedented, even the, even the arms for the guy on the bottom, yeah, and an unprecedented triple stunner, and and With knocks three sets out, of arms, <laughs> and knocks out Steve Harvey. Thankfully for the yeah. for the for Fight Island, yeah, and yeah, all of God. the Steves, all of the Steves <laughs> that were absorbed in the over Steve, <laughs> uh, let let out uh, are released and are free. <laughs> And they can go back into the earth and rest. And Steve Harvey's uh, soul that was corrupted by mm-hmm. by uh, t- t- network television is cleansed in the cycle yeah. of Steve's. Cedric the, the Entertainer comes and gets it in a box. <laughs> and in the end, you see him purified walking into the Hall of Steve's where he gets his the, – mm-hmm. you know, they, they actually recognize him for his uh, achievements. Damn it. I, I just like to say I'm shooting fucking Give. threes on this one, dude. <laughs> the people should get their money back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if any of you have Patreons that I should join. <laughs> As penance. Uh, yeah, go ahead and let me know. I, I got to say, uh, going into this, I never in a million years thought that Steve from Blue's Clues was going to be the technical winner. Well, in a, in the narrative fight, he had the most kind of fucked up uh origins sure i think in i I think in um yeah i I think in sacrificing himself he he all of the steves everywhere can breathe a can steve a a sigh of relief yeah i'm so sorry i'm so sorry everyone steve easily i don't know there's something there (laughs) Uh, totally redeemed himself (laughs) <laughs> totally redeem yourself. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much to our pat- Patreons. There you have it. Uh, unprecedented. See from Blue's Clues. Losing his life, but a noble sacrifice to save us from Steve Wendy. Uh, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, Steve Winwood, did I say? <laughs> Steve Winwood is one of the clues. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Bring me a higher uh, love. From, uh, from Steve Harvey's uh, Akira form. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Crazy. The Island of the Steves. Island of the Steves. It was a good one. It's it it fun to do, do the, the, the narrative form again. Um, great one. it did, right? That was, was that was nice. It was nice to stretch that muscle. Maybe we'll do that more here on the yeah. Scuffle Peninsula. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much, patrons. Um, sorry, we've missed an episode here or there. Uh, shit has been a little weird, but thank yeah, you so I don't much know if you've seen the news <laughs> for your support and uh, your continued enthusiasm. Please shout out to us on Twitter. As always, mm. it could be you. 
you could be the next. <laughs> and, and and please uh, rate and rate and uh, review the pod on iTunes and stuff. That helps us out a lot. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and uh, I, I what 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 I think that's it. Right. I I think that's it. I think that's. I think all. we're done. I yeah. think we're all steamed out. <laughs> we're all steamed out. All right. I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, set up my plans for this evening. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thank you for listening to Scuffle Peninsula. Why don't you count us down there, Nolan, Sam? Nolan, can you edit in a gunshot here? <laughs> I'm going to count it down. One, okay. two, three. Ah, break it up for Scuffle Peninsula. Ain't no firearms. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.